The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Wednesday, March 9th, and it's a emergency podcast. Such an emergency that John Breach is even here on a Wednesday. He has it in his contract. He won't work on Wednesdays. It's it's the weird. It's somehow the weirdest thing about you. If the Bengals um, won the Super Bowl on a Wednesday, Breach would not show up to talk about it. The one clause is that if the baby signs off on me showing up, she heard Carson Wentz got traded, and she said, "Get out of here, Dad. Go podcast." That's right. Carson Wentz traded to the Washington Commanders uh, just when we, you know, we recorded a podcast with Sully that'll be up there, and of course we're live on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash/pick six. Uh, hit the smash that like button if you're watching and let us know uh, wh- how many wins do you think the commanders end up with with Carson Wentz? Let us know in the chat. Um, the Colts trading Carson Wentz, they get a 2022, this is via Adam Schefter, terms of the trade, 2022 third round pick, a 2023 third round pick that c- can become a second round pick if Carson Wentz plays 70% of the, the snaps. Sounds familiar. Yeah, right. And <laughs> same a 20- contract. And a 2022 second round pick. The commanders get Carson Wentz and a 2022 second round pick. So presumably the second round pick the Colts will be getting is better or higher. They seem like they're uh, probably in the same same area in the draft board, right? Not too. I imagine not too much difference between the picks. Yeah, they're probably pretty close. Uh, by the way, so uh, Debo. Of course, Devo's in the office, which will be fun. People, he's going to be losing. Oh, oh, Devo on video. We got yeah. Devo. Yeah, you might as well just be on video for this. Look one. at that. He's got oh. his. He's got his uh, zip up, zip down. He's cut. He's cutting loose for this conversation. Is this your Devo first? Used to be Carson Wentz's number one fan. I'd like to know where he falls now. All right, all right. Hold used on. to be. I was going to say. Oh, he's the only remaining human being on planet Earth who still backs Carson Wentz. Uh, Devo, is this your first day back in the office? No, I've been in a little bit, but I'm going to try to temper myself here. There's there's bosses over my right shoulder. Like I feel like I might get animated on this one, particularly yeah. directed towards Ryan Wilson off of uh, some comments he made yesterday, some comments before <laughs> the show today. I feel like I might get a little upset on this one. I'm going to be probably unbearable in the in the Wentz uh, defense case, but uh, yeah, let's so, chat about Debo, it. Let me ask Debo a question quickly. When, when was the oh, last oh, time? Before you ask Debo a question, I want to point something out. Okay, go ahead. It's your podcast. The <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles traded Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts. Correct. They received a first round, a second round pick that became a first round pick as a result of Carson Wentz playing X number of snaps. 
Carson Wentz has moved on to a new team before the Eagles have even made that selection. Like that's how poorly this went for the Colts. They didn't every yes, go ahead. Everything I'm about to say, like the Eagles hundred percent won that trade. Howie yes. Roseman looks like a genius after a couple seasons or a couple of drafts of bad decisions. That is an A plus and probably extends Howie's tenure a little bit. That is an absolute win. So there's no denying that from my end. Um, Washington Super Bowl odds. This a, a cataclysmic shift. Uh, before the before the uh, Carson Wentz trade, fifty to one to win the Super Bowl. Now, oh boy, fifty to one. <laughs> All right, so let me let me sort out the. Uh, Good which, value. Which Good value. With the Brinson tweet that is Carson Wentz really an upgrade over Taylor Heineke. He thinks right. he is. you you got that right, Breach Wilson thought I was being like straight. You say a lot serious. of stupid stuff. Here, let, let me let me clarify the the draft pick compensation here. So the 2022 second round pick that the Commanders are getting is pick 47. The second round pick that's going back the other way is pick 42 for the Colts. So they're improving five spots. The Colts are. Um, in in that regard, and then what's the other pick? 2022 third round pick that the Colts are getting is pick number 73. So now the Colts have pick 73 as well as pick 82. So I don't know, like you have two seconds and two or a second and a couple thirds next year's first. If you, if you want to make a play on a quarterback, cause I don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be. Well, the um, part of this trade that blows my mind that you just mentioned Wilson is that they are exchanging second round picks in this year's draft. So the commanders are getting a second round pick for this year. The Colts are also getting a second round pick for this year. And so it's like they had this trade, the draft set up or the, the trade set up and the Colts are like, you know what? We want to do one more thing. We want to move up five spots in the second round this year. Otherwise we're not going to okay this. And Washington, how desperate do you have to be? You've already sent them a third round pick, possibly a second round pick for 2023. And now you're like, fine, we'll sign off. You can move up five spots in the second round this year from 47 right, let me to 42. Ask, let me ask Debo some some probing questions because I don't know how long I don't questions. I don't know how long he can support Carson Wentz when when he slapped about the face with the facts. <laughs> All right, here's the list, Debo. If you're Washington football team now known as the Commodores, whatever they call themselves, I know what it is. Commanders. Commanders. Who cares? Um I here's, prefer WFT, by the way. Here's the list that of quarterbacks you can afford under the salary cap. It, we'll do the salary cap magic if you're this team that whose name I can't remember. You can Gino have Jameis. You can have okay. what'd you say? What'd you say? Geno Smith. Just to be clear, <laughs> if you don't get that reference, go back to yesterday's episode. Huge where Gino Ryan Smith called Geno Smith a top ten quarterback and Carson Wentz, the sixty fourth best quarterback in the league. <laughs> That's a, that sounds about right. What was That's, the other one we were ranking? It was uh, Colt McCoy and um, Drew Locke. This <laughs> is Drew Locke, Geno Smith, and Carson Wentz. And Wilson was like dead serious and like adamant that like Carson was the third best. Took, All right, well, we'll find out together. Versions, he took the current versions of Brady Quinn and Danny Cannell ahead yes. of Carson. Oh, a pie down hard. All right, if you're the... Well, let me ask you guys this question seriously. Let me ask this question first. Just let me get uh, it out. Jesus Christ. You're in the office, huh? I didn't know Wilson didn't <laughs> no. ask the question yet. I didn't, they were too busy dunking all over me, Breach. The corpses of Brady Quinn and Danny Cannell. Jameis is my first answer. Jameis over okay. Carson. Jameis, Mitchell, um, Jimmy G, or Carson. If you're watching, who, rank those guys in terms of the guys you want. Carson's last. J- Jameis, well, Jimmy, Carson, Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky was getting the same treatment from this entire crew last year, and he was true. the laughing stock as his Bears tenure ended. Very so true. I don't understand this. Just, just 
immense leap that we saw from Mitchell Trubisky while being a backup to Josh Allen this year. So Desperation, I feel like my list, my list is reasonable. Jameis, right. Jimmy G, Carson. Okay, no, I don't. I, I can hear that. All right, go ahead, Breach. <laughs> well, I was going to say is that so last offseason, Washington signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, obviously was dealing with a hip injury. Let's add him to that. If you're Washington, would you rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick or Carson Wentz? Mm. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I feel like he's done. Like, I don't think he's he's done. He didn't play I, one single snap last year. I would rather have the poo-poo platter of Fitzpatrick, Taylor Heineke, and whoever else, plus my draft picks, than Carson Wentz. What about this, Debo? What, what about the concern that the issues aren't physical with Carson, that he's not a great teammate? Seems seems valid. Uh, I think there's been some some sources around the Colts that have dispelled that. But if it adds up in in Philly and Indy, then there's probably some truth to that. But I'll I'll just get this out of the way. You know, after week 16 on this podcast, the Colts have a great win against the Cardinals. Carson makes some elite throws in the fourth quarter. We have the conversation where he stacks up in the league, and we pinned him at 15 or 16 at that time after week 16. We were talking about him around Kirk Cousins and around Matt Ryan and around Jimmy G. He gets COVID, doesn't really play great, plays pretty bad week 18, doesn't get them to the playoffs. But I feel like that just final two weeks flipped the entire narrative, and and rightfully so, because there's no excuse in losing to the Jaguars. I've I've said that before, but we had the conversation after week 16 where we put him – right in the middle of the pack between like 14 and 16. And then everything changed in those final two weeks against the Raiders and the Jags. This is an extremely useful time for, for Debo to be the only one who remembers anything from that happened before on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. that's, that's that I, I'll, I believe it. <laughs> sure. That sounds about right. Debo. Um, yeah, no, Saturday I, night versus the cards. I, I do actually, I mean, you know, we, we, cause we, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, I think. And, and just you pointed out, you're like Carson Wentz was average, not like he was not terrible. It's the losing to the Jaguars, the way the season ended, the way that Jim Ursay responded, and the way that you know Chris Ballard sort of the, Chris Ballard was bitter and understandably bitter that not not bitter. Sorry, I, 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 he was. I think he I think he was upset at himself that he allowed Frank Reich to talk him into Carson Wentz. Well, we don't know that you're. No, 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 no. That happened. That happened. That happened. Okay. Frank Reich talked. Frank Reich. Frank Reich said. Yeah. He said, he said, Chris or B, whatever he calls him. Um, he said, look, that we can make this work with Wentz. I can make this work. And Chris Ballard took a leap of faith. I, I do think it's like if they'd kept Carson Wentz and missed the playoffs again, that I think you, it would have really created some major issues in Indianapolis. I, I think with, to Debo's point though, yes, the final two weeks of the season, Missing the playoffs by losing to the Jaguars in Jacksonville when you were probably minus, I don't know, minus a thousand to make the playoffs. Like uh, I was guaranteed just go win right. Jacksonville. I mean, they were favored by 15 and a half that game. They were? Yeah. I was going to yeah. try to read. I thought it was going to be like minus five and a half or something because they were sort of wishy-washy. No, your, your Steelers odds that day were, were 2% entering that Sunday. Yeah, right. Yeah. If they make the playoffs, of course, this trade, this trade isn't happening. Mm. No, everybody thought that you know, there was a point in the season where the Colts were one of the strongest contenders, not because of Carson Wentz, but because of Jonathan Taylor playing like an MVP. But the season went in such waves. Like, I think we can admit, you know, Carson Wentz had no ankles for the first three weeks of the season. They went 0-3. They went on a six-game winning streak. They lost that Monday night game to, to Baltimore that they should have won. 
this team kind of was, was up and down. It just started really poorly, ended poorly, and, and that's why he's on a different and, team. And, uh, but also, let's not forget that Jim Irsay literally uh, called him out without calling him out about his vaccination status. So, And regardless of how you feel about that, when your owner is calling you out publicly, uh, that is not a good sign. And then after the playoffs, uh, back in January, Irsay tweeted, hey, it's pretty clear. Literally, his tweet was, you can see clear as day in the final eight NFL team playoffs. You need a QB and an offense who can score 30 or more uh, to win in this league. And By the way, so when you're listing the QB as a specific problem in a tweet that is from January 25th of this year, that's a sign that Jim Irsay doesn't really want you around. Wait, what did yeah. it have to do with his vaccination status? Oh, well, he, he, he complained about that. That's he's basically not a good leader because he's not willing ah, to uh, follow – Take the easier NFL protocols that came with getting vaccinated. Also, that was proven. like pre preseason breach, right? That those first Ursay comments around vaccination around preseason, right? Ursay wasn't Ursay yeah. wasn't siding either way. He was just saying, "Look, our life is going to be a lot easier if our quarterback is vaccinated because he wouldn't have to follow all the protocols." Also, it's proven medically that if you're vaccinated, you can't turn both your ankles at the exact same time, <laughs> which seems impossible. <laughs> How do you do that? That doesn't seem real. Uh, by the way, the uh, so. Well, I was going to point out the scheduling portions of this. It's too busy reading. I was too busy reading funny tweets. I got distracted. Um, Carson Wentz will play the Philadelphia Eagles twice and play the Colts in Indianapolis next year with Washington. So there's some major revenge game factor playing into this. Yeah, Eagles were already obviously scheduled to play the AFC South next year. So we're going to get one matchup with Carson Wentz. Now get two. I mean, I feel like one of those games he is going to throw three picks and, and Darius Slay is going to take one to the house and the other game he's going to ball out and Eagles fans are going to be like, oh, look at this. Do you think that he'll be bothered walking into Philadelphia having to see that Nick Foles statue? Stop. Stop. <laughs> it's so overblown. If I were that, the Eagles... That, he, he played well for two years with that statue there and then blew up in 2020. He walked by that statue every day in 2018 and 2019 and played fine. It didn't just all of a sudden click for him in 2020. Finally oh, that's him. Nick Foles. It finally drove him insane. It's, it's having to see it over and over again, realizing all that right. he was rooting against the Eagles in the 2017 Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it, you know, it's the, it's not, it's not the, it's not chicken soup for the soul. Let's just put it that way. Um, Throwback reference. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I like I would pay so much money. The Eagles would sign Nick Foles and start him against Carson Wentz. Washington. I think Jalen Hurts will be fine against Carson Wentz. I think the crazy thing is that Washington went from offering three first round picks for Russell Wilson to plan B, which is, you know, Carson Wentz, the Broncos, the Broncos weren't from Aaron Rodgers to Russell Wilson or Russell Wilson. Aaron. That was their plan A and their plan B. Washington's plan A and plan B was Russell Wilson. And I give up on 2022. What was, what was plan C, by the way? Yeah, yeah exactly. It was, <laughs> it was signing Jameis Winston, having him play with his torn ACL. Cardboard cutout of, of Joe Theismann. I mean, I don't know what's, <laughs> what's below Sorry, Debo. I mean, Brinson, it's a it's a fair just the mental toughness, the the mental part of the game is obviously a, a huge flaw for, for Carson Wentz. I don't know how much that I can't take Brian right now. I'm gonna boot him <laughs> off his show. I had coffee in my mouth and Debo's <laughs> passive aggressively and very politely dunking no, all over Carson he's, Wentz's he's mental. Clearly ability. not the perfect quarterback. I recognize that, but when we throw him at the bottom of the league, that's where I'm like, this is too much. Wow. So as a result of this deal. Actually, tell you what, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll tell you how much cap space the Colts now have.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I just saw Stephen Holder tweet this. Stephen Holder, the great writer for The Athletic, and actually added a holy bleep on the end of his tweet. The Colts are now going to have $70 million in cap space. That is insane. Because Washington is, reportedly is taking on the entirety of Carson Wentz's deal. Like, this is a good trade by the Colts, right? We all, I mean, like, you maybe you get a little bit more if you have to take some of the money. This is so crazy in terms of the one-wayness of how this trade feels that you wonder if Dan Snyder, something's about to come down with Washington, and they're try, <laughs> trying to uh, take, divert our attention. it. Yeah. Because I don't know what the math is on this, where this makes sense. Well, and if you're the Colts, and this is the thing I tweet out, was that the Colts would literally rather have no quarterback than have Carson Wentz. Because, look, they can be in the Jimmy Garoppolo market or be thinking about signing Mitchell Trubisky or whatever, but those people aren't Colts players right now, and you don't know you're going to be able to trade for Jimmy. You don't know you're going to win a free agent bidding war for these other guys. So you are literally saying, we're, we are fine with having no one than no having one. Carson Wentz. They have Sam Ellinger and someone named James Morgan. James yeah, Morgan, FAU's James Morgan, who I, I don't, I best. literally don't know who James F- is. FIU, right? FIU, thank you. Our draft, our junior draft analyst is because we had the wrong Florida. Debo yeah. is now by proxy the junior draft analyst. I missed one letter. Let's let's be real. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, he looks actually, he looks a lot like, he looks like Robert Mays. Oh. Anyway, um, I mean, that's damning, I think, for, for Carson Wentz because <laughs> yes, the, uh, yes. just the fact, like, you know, the, the Seahawks did the same thing and have no one in place, but their roster is what it is. The Colts roster is in a much better position than than the Seahawks, and they're going in with no quarterback. So that's that's a tough look. So Debo is the guy that has to testify in front of con- Congress when he knows every answer He's gonna every question we ask, he's gonna have to admit that something terrible happened and he has to do it with a smile on his face. And he's doing that. I give him credit. Like he's like, uh, yeah, we did we did blow up that village, uh, but we didn't mean to. Uh yes, Carson Wentz is dog doo-doo. I feel like I've been fair this entire time. I've been consistent and Debo, fair. How many games do the Washington Commanders win with Carson Wentz as their quarterback? They won seven last year with Taylor Heineke. They're gonna win more than that. Seven, seven was the number that jumped out at me. Seven or eight. So they gave up all the draft picks to not get better. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, is is there like a, a certainty that Carson, I know there's the, the 70% threshold, but like, just like last, I mean, Ryan, I think went a little over last year. He thought like Jacob Eason had a chance to start week one for the Colts. But yeah, I, I may have missed all that one. Like Carson Wentz, <laughs> definitely week one for the commanders. Yeah, Carson Wentz is definitely starting week one. Okay. I think so. You, you, you make this, if you're Washington, I mean, Ron Rivera made it very clear. 
that they wanted to go find a veteran quarterback to play for Washington this year. If you give up, all, if you give this for tra- for Carson Wentz, you are starting Carson Wentz. And you can still draft one in the first round. Maybe that's the plan. Mm, I don't think they will. Uh, and Brinson, you mentioned the Colt side of the salary cap. Our boy JP Finley, friend of the podcast, I believe, maybe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely big friend it's of the podcast. Real life, real life friend, JP Finley. He points out that the commanders had $33 million in cap space going into free agency. Uh, that's now down to $5 million what? because Carson Wentz is going to account for $28 million. All right, they're they're going to restructure that. They have to redo his deal. Well, if you're, the way Carson you Wentz, give, he's a little selfish, so he might not be willing to. You have to give Carson Wentz an extension now. That's <laughs> what what has to happen. Oh, that's but, even yeah. worse. You're just sign it in blood. You're done, Washington. I mean, I am. I didn't expect to find myself having to pick between the Eagles and Cowboys for for NFC East team that I would be backing this year. But but here we are. <laughs> hey, um, Breach is a fan of. Uh, Perpetually losing bottom, teams. Bottom, yes, thank you. That's the way to put it. Who feels wor- who should feel worse today? The Seahawks or Washington fans? Uh, I would think Seahawks fans because they're used to success. So they're, they've been riding high for so long and now they just crash and burn. This is just another day in the life of a Washington fan. If if your owner's not being accused of crazy stuff, if you're not going one and done in the playoffs, if you had to deal with Kirk Cousins tag for multiple years, Jay Gruden circus, there's just one thing after another for that franchise. So I, I do feel a little bit sorry for Commanders fans, uh, but this is what you signed up for. This is what you get. Since Daniel Snyder has owned that team, uh, this is just a giant circus, and it's another day in the circus. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> of all the teams to trade for him. I, I mean, like, obviously, oh, anyway. I, I, I hate Prayer, prayers up to EK. Oh, <laughs> no, that's right. I forgot. Our, our, uh, our boss, our pal, EK, Eric K, Commanders fan, all Commanders fan. I mean, let me, let me see if I can find uh, somebody, let's see if it's readable on this. Um, uh, <laughs> I got a text. You have to be bleeping kidding me. Dot, 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 wince. Dot, dot, dot bleeping wince and then like this is from a and, and something about looking is that from uh, ron rivera no this is from uh, my buddy shoals in who lives in raleigh and is a um is a big wft commanders fan but he's he's like he's like then he made something about the tallest building in raleigh i mean it's like I mean, washington fans are not happy about this let's put it that way yeah i get it, that it, which would you agree that the narrative around wince has exceeded his his actual play at this point and like oh yeah 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 it's it's, easy to jump on i get that but i feel like the the whole narrative he's basically blake bortles at this point no he's worse like blake bortles is probably i think the vaccination thing had a lot to do with it and i'm not even not you saying that he's a worse quarterback than blake bortles no i'm not saying he's worse quarterback but i think the blowback has been worse on him than blake no one cares about blake bortles like even in jacksonville like yeah jacksonville sucks i get it he's not ben roethlisberger which is what he's compared to coming out I think Carson Wentz, I don't know if he's brought it all on himself, but the vaccination stuff, and I think people were soured to that. And then when he wasn't playing well, and I don't know, was he pouty towards the end? I feel like he's sort of pouty towards the end in Philadelphia. and maybe. Well, people- I think the whole thing was, if anybody wants like some insight into what kind of leader Carson Wentz is, you just go back and watch. We literally have a whole in-season hard knocks that the Colts were in. And he just, he doesn't come across as a Tom Brady type off the field, you know, just kind of the Buccaneers players before that super Tom Brady was so fired up. We're there's no way we were going to lose. Uh, and, and you definitely don't hear that from Carson Wentz. I didn't see the behind the scenes thing. What, how, what was your impression of Carson Wentz? 
not that I would want him as my starting quarterback. Oh, okay. And Breach loves everybody. So that and the, well, I was pro. I was the one with Debo defending Carson Wentz after the Colts traded for him. I thought the Colts would be a Super Bowl contender. And then as kind of training camp went on, and and it just man, he is not what he used to be. And I don't think Breach. he's ever going to get if his number one fan Frank Wright gave up on him. I'm not sure how you can justify trading for him. I, I don't think Frank Wright gave up on him. I think Frank Wright. Frank Reich's, was boss, up, Frank Reich's boss was like, I'm not going down with the Carson Wentz ship. I'm sorry. Like, this is not, this is not how I'm going down, Frank. Like, Frank Reich knew what was up. Like, you, he, took, you, took, you took, I mean, I really do. I mean, I, I agree. Like, the Carson Wentz thing has become, it's like a, it's, it's, it's grown into like the level to which we like, like, I'm just sitting here laughing at the idea of Carson, like Carson Wentz getting, he's an and easy it's not target. just like, it's not just this this podcast. I know I'm on it, and I bring it upon myself. But it's it's <laughs> nationally too. Like this is the net. It's Princeton's friends texting texting him. It's not just it's not just you guys. Yeah, every no no every. I mean like no. I mean like Twitter is having a field day right now, making Carson Wentz jokes, and that's that's how it's going to be moving forward. But I, I I think Frank Reich. If Frank Reich ran the team, he would have been fine going with Wentz one more year. I think I it's because. It's because Chris Ballard was just not going to get fired over backing Carson Wentz. And Jim Irsay was just in a spot where he's like, I, I, I want this guy out of here. I, I don't know that his teammates dislike him or anything like that. Um, I just, I guess, uh, I, I, like, he's, he's, he's better than his reputation. Let's put it that way. Why do you say Maybe. that? What gives you that indicate? Breach we're, the, treating the, it, we're treating him like he's... Breach, who is the most optimistic person on planet Earth, says he watched the documentary and he's like, I wouldn't want that guy as my quarterback. And yeah, I think Brinson's saying better than his reputation just on the field. Like the, the reputation that he gets on social media. Yeah. Like we're like we're treating this like it's like like it would be um well, I mean he's falling to like an Andy Dalton level, except he's got the negative connotations right. that Andy Dalton didn't have, these off yes. the field things that bother people, where you don't really want to measure franchise quarterback, but if you're stuck with them, you're like, ah, we could do worse, but you probably don't want to. If if like Seattle had traded for him, I think I think Seahawks fans would be irate. Oh, furious, worse. I, okay, no, that's no, no. the question for. I'm just saying, it's like because it's Washington, it's like, <laughs> like really. Oh, Washington sure. is sort of a like they're middle of the road team. I don't have any feelings about them one way or another. It's a football team. No, I just feel like they always do. Dumb How do you think Terry McLaurin feels today? Terrible. They're they're like a top three most comical organization in the league, though. <laughs> like in terms of talent, they might be in the middle of the pack, but they're up there with the comedy Jets wise. They're number the one. Right. Fair enough. I get the combo here. I'll I'll laugh at some memes after this podcast too. Yeah. And the other part of this is the reason I think Frank Reich is one of the better coaches in the NFL is because of what we're about to see. He is going into what his fifth season as the Colts coach. He is going to have his fifth week one starting quarterback, which yes. is just bonkers. Right. His fifth, but I think oh. it's the Colts. Oh, right. His yeah, yeah. So they had um so. Because his first season was 2018, I think. Yeah. So we got one year of Andrew Luck, uh, then Jacoby Brissett in 2019, Rivers in 2020, Carson Wentz in 2021, and then now we'll be going. With are you looking guy. at the te- Are you looking at the tweet breach? So you know who 2017 is? No. Oh, who was it? Who was? Don't don't say. Luck it. was injured. That was, was he injured the whole year? Yes. Yeah. I don't yes. Know. 2017. I'll give you four million guesses. Uh, I'll so. give you. I'll give you the school he played at. How about that? Okay. <laughs> It's the backup quarterback because Luck was injured. So uh, he played at Wisconsin. And I'll give you I'll give you his first name, Scott. 
Tolzian, Tolzian. Wait, say what? How yeah, you I'll it? give him that. Tolzian. There's not many Scots. There's not many Scots in the NFL. No, you got it right. You said Tolzian, but it's Tolzian. That's that's close. Enough. I, I dropped the uh, I dropped this on. So like when when we do HQ, I can use my I can use a soundboard. So like they're they're like tell us worst who development ever. And, uh, they're like tell us they're like who's your top free agent, Brinson? And I was like, well, I agree with Wilson that it's Armstead, but I want to talk about two defenders, Von Miller and Tyron Matthew. <laughs> like this almost fell. Moose out. Lo- loved it. He loved it. <laughs> they didn't know what to do. Wilson and Moose were. Perplexed. No, I know what to do. I said take away that goddamn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> take away that button from Brinson. I forgot what would happen on the Wentz pod. Yeah, that's right. Wentz makes me curse. I thought it, I thought it was going to be me though. So you know, I, I we just said somebody said I don't know which one of you guys it was that Carson Wentz is almost certainly the week one starter. But do you think? there's a competition and and is there any way Heineke wins it or do you just give Wentz the job why wouldn't Heineke ball out in spring in spring training and and um and uh what's it called training camp and you'd be like uh okay I I mean I I guess you have to start him because of what you've given up but then we're having the conversation on week three if he struggles all right when do we see Heineke well, because Heineke went seven and eight last year. I mean, Heineke, Heineke plays at some point next year. I think Heineke's better than Carson Wentz. Debo, is that too? <laughs> is that is that crazy? Yes. By, yeah, but uh, it's crazy. it's not crazy. All right, Breach. What do you think? I don't think it's crazy. I mean, he went seven oh, okay. and eight with a worse team. Carson Wentz had a much better roster, top to bottom, with the Colts, and only won two more games. So I, I don't think that like it's not crazy. I think it's the, they're probably not accurate, than, but it's not crazy. Wait a second. It's not accurate. What is it? I, I mean, oh man, they're pretty close in DVOA 16 to 22nd. I mean, Wentz is probably better. So, that's why that's just why cl- like this much better. Let's like, like, clarify like who was 16 though. Yeah. Who was, clarify who was 16 and who was 22. We, we, whatever this went to 16. Yeah. <laughs> Divas grass it off. Just tuning in. Hey, Hertz was 17. Yeah, he's better than Wentz, too. <laughs> what was Gino? <laughs> Gino was first. He just wins over Wilson. Gino was number one, Debo. I don't think Gino was qual. I don't think Gino qualified for Scroll it. Scroll down to the oh, sorry, Gino was fifty-fourth. That fit. That 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 checks out. All right. I mean, this... People act like Carson had like sixty turnovers again last year. He threw seven interceptions. And look, by the way, I will yeah, say all seven of them were really, really bad. In like, Debo's defense, that that San Francisco game, that was you're like, oh, okay, maybe this works out. In the rain, he played really well in that game for sure. I, I'm willing to concede that. I, I do I do think that Debo's um sense of how the the end of like I don't think you're wrong about how the end of the season changed everything for Carson Wentz. Well, yeah, look, if they had fifty to nothing and and have a decent, you know, lose 14, 13 rather than playoffs, I think that's right. But I'm sure Chris Ballard had some conversations either with himself or with people close to him midway through the season going, All right, <laughs> what's plan B gonna be? Because I don't I don't feel great about this. I don't know if he had that conversation with Frank Reich or not, but it's like the the arrest development guilt where it's like where he's like, I've made a huge mistake. Like he's like that's what that's what Chris Ballard was saying to And as Breach noted, the Ursay was tweeting that out in August. Guy had been there two months or however long. Wait, he was tweeting it in August? About the uh, sort of the vaccination leadership stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that the the vaccination thing, did he get, did he get the worst? I guess Aaron Rodgers got the worst of it, but 
Like in terms of the criticism right. uh, about well, Aaron Rodgers plays at an MVP level and has his team in the playoffs every year. And it didn't happen until whenever, November, when they, people started parsing his words. I mean, hey, Wentz hey. also got it in week 17 and was able didn't miss any time, but that's a really oh, that's bad time to, to put your team in, in jeopardy. And oh, I don't know if it affected right. his play at all, but. So, uh, Stephen O, our guy Sportsline, just came out with the new odds. Washington win total before Wentz is 7.9. What do you think it is after Wentz? Uh, I bet it's seven, up seven point eight. Wait, was seven point nine? Yeah, I'll say eight point zero. I'll say eight point one. Debo, do you 8. want to guess? Uh, Eleven. <laughs> it, it is uh, breach wins. It's eight point one. So, so I win. What'd you say? No, no because Brenton Price is right. Eight point zero. I said eight point one. Oh, I thought you said seven. Well, nine. he got two guesses. He said seven point nine oh. first. I was, I was joking about seven point eight. So he was uh, joking and then went up point three, Brenton. <laughs> so right, it it, it virtu- it's virtually it unchanged. And here, oh, this might be more damning. Uh, before for Indianapolis, ten point one, with an average replacement, whoever that may be, uh, uh, average quarterback double zero on the back of his jersey. What's the win total now? Ten point one with Wentz. What is it with the average replacement level quarterback coming in? Well, they only won nine games last year with Wentz, so I'm going to guess it, it's. I'm going to guess the same. Uh, Seven point eight. Ten point one. Debo. Nine point eight. It's nine point eight. Yeah, it's it's ten point oh. So replacement For level quarterback is worth point one. Oh he's that much better than replacement level. I think is what Steven. Well, it's because the whole offense revolved around Jonathan Taylor. So if you just bring in a competent quarterback, you should be able to win nine games. If you bring in a slightly competent quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo, I think Jimmy Garoppolo could win ten games. I mean, as much as I'd like to spend another hour talking about Wentz, like what what do the Colts actually do besides Jimmy G? Like what are their I – mean, by, by the way, you could point out that he only threw seven interceptions. I mean, I'm just looking at this game log. Oh, let there it are go. some there let are some go. games. Let it right, go. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just the Patriots me. game, like he wasn't used. They hit him, but, you know. At, at Buffalo, 11 of 20 for 106 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. No picks. There you go. Against the Patriots, five of twelve for fifty-seven yards, one touchdown, and one interception. They won twenty-seven seventeen. Yeah, got you there. Five of twelve. He went. I mean, yeah, they won. They won. You look at these games where they won. It's like it's not. They didn't win because of wins. They're not winning because of Carson wins. He won the San Francisco game. I'll give him that. We'll see how. How much of these NFL general managers hate this draft class at quarterback if they're draft if they're if they're throwing away picks for Carson Wentz? That's what I was thinking. I was having that same, which made me wonder. Nine is still sort of high to draft a quarterback. I think that or eleven were Washington picks. All right, so let, let's go through the list um, of guys that that would make the Colts better than if they stuck with Carson Wentz. Uh, I, this is the name of the top of the list, so we'll start with it. Andy Dalton. I think the Colts would be better with Andy Dalton. I feel like that's a wash. All right. Cam Newton. Jesus. It's a different style of football, and Jonathan Taylor is like the feature. I feel like they'd be a little bit better with Cam. I don't think I can't, so. I'd rather have Cam than Carson. I, yeah. don't, I, I mean, it's a half a dozen. Again, I'm just going through the list of free agents. And sure, I'd rather have Mitch Trubisky than Carson. Yeah, you're, you're getting ahead of me, though. Tyrod Taylor. I think I'd rather have Tyrod. I think Tyrod Taylor would be good with it. He just can't stay healthy. Jameis isn't going there. Would you bring back Jacoby Brissett? Is that better? Than, my question is, is it better than, than Carson? I don't think it is. Probably not. I think make sure we, what's that, Debo? Let's make sure we include Mike Glennon and just kind of check our boxes there. <laughs> I'll take Glennon over Carson. All day. Yeah, you have to. Bet Teddy, you would. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's boring. He's not exciting. I, again, look, we're talking about the Colts specifically. 
Teddy Bridgewater would be a good fit for the Colts. What do you think, Debo? Oh, Close. Is... It's marginal. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, uh, I like Teddy. What about my guy, Marcus Mariota? Oh, Mariota all day. But he's been terrible in, in Las Vegas, wherever he is. Like, he has not lived up to expectations. He couldn't. It was not, I, I said when he was signed that he was going to beat out Derek Carr and take him to the playoffs. Yeah, he, he, played, he played one snap virtually and then got hurt. And then, of course, you mentioned Mitchell Trubisky, who's on this list. Um, I think, but Debo's right. Like, maybe what Carson once needed was to go for to some team for a year that went to the playoffs and sit on the bench, and then everyone forgot about him, and then he would be the hot commodity. Because Trubisky probably still can't hit the broadside of a barn. He's just athletic, and I think he's sort of benefited from being on the same team with Josh Allen. But, like, what would the hype be around Wentz if he, like, just got himself right with Brian Dayball and, and Sean McDermott and Josh Allen yeah. in Buffalo this year, and that wasn't Mitchell Trubisky? And no one cares that's if you get good, vaccinated. That's a good point. That's a good if point. you're the backup, no one cares if you get vaccinated. Because I think Josh Allen, he may eventually have, but he, he, he Josh was sort Allen of, got vaccinated. Yeah, I think originally he was like, I'm going to talk to, the, you know, whatever the conversation was. And no one cares if the backup gets vaccinated or not. So, yeah, those are the names I was just, uh, I think they're all average. I think that's the, that's sort of the takeaway. But there's not a real big difference. But that sort of goes to Stephen O's point that if you have an average quarterback, you can win 10 games. And also, a lot of those quarterbacks you listed, the Colts wouldn't have to pay them $28 million. That's, right. That's the good point. Yeah, exactly. That's sort of the the kicker is that this guy is being paid an exorbitant amount of money. So, Debo, if you only could pick two of these quarterbacks, which one are you going to settle on to be the Colts starter next year, Joe Flacco or Mike Lennon? <laughs> I think Joe's, Joe's got a little more left in the tank. <laughs> so, Better hair for sure. You stop. <laughs> you stop that. Uh, um, yeah, all right. So, there you go. I think the Colts end up with Jimmy G or Mitchell Trubisky. And then I think we'll have a fun conversation basically all season. Maybe not a fun conversation. We'll have a conversation uh, all season comparing whoever the Colts get with Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, so let's, or, or, excuse me. I think that the, the clear cut. The clear-cut winner is obvious, but let's do the let's rank the teams in terms of the the quarterback trades from the last two days. Is the winner Carson Wentz? No, I rank would, the, like wait. Just no. like to note that uh Two former Super Bowl winning quarterbacks traded within the past two days. <laughs> Nick Foles got traded. <laughs> yeah! um, yes, Carson Wentz. Do you think Carson Wentz even is it like okay looking at a Super Bowl ring, or is it bringing like does it? Makes, it well, there was a report from Jeff McLean today that Wentz got upset that the Eagles got better when he got hurt. I'd be, yeah. I'd be, I'd be mad about that too. Well, so I would say he doesn't look at a Super Bowl ring. I feel like it would bring up bitter feelings every time he uh, – it's like looking at your old wedding ring after your wife left you and, and married someone else. Oh, she married Nick Foles. Yeah. That's who she married. <laughs> I don't know if they necessarily got better, but I – I mean, a lot of my allegiance to Carson Wentz, I think I've explained that is because I don't think the Eagles won the Super Bowl that year without him, and that was you know the best sporting moment of my life. So um, I feel obligated to stick with him a little bit but sure. I don't. I don't think he necessarily does what Nick Foles did in the playoffs. But the Eagles were twelve and one when Carson Wentz got hurt and the hottest team in the the NFC NFL, and he was the MVP of the league. So, oh, here's a fun fact: Who was the last quarterback before Carson Wentz to be traded in consecutive seasons? I know the answer. Did you see oh. it? Yeah, I saw it too. Oh, you saw it too. Dang. Do you know Wait, the answer? The listeners don't know it. He's also a first, he was a first. Bradford. He was the first overall pick. Thank you, Brad, Brad Sanford. Brad Sanford, yeah. And That's both uh, both both guys traded at one point by Howie Roseman. How about that? That's a yeah. fun fact. Sam Bradford's second trade was oh, 
Was the first trade both by Howie? I don't know. Yeah. Right. So if we're ranking the trade, you signed Sam Bradford. They trade for him, right? Or is it? Was he? No, uh, I think I'm blanking out. I thought Nick Foles might have been involved in the package to go to the Rams to get Sam Bradford. That's right. That's right. That's right. Good call. Good call. Yeah, they trade. The Eagles traded for Sam Bradford by giving up Nick Foles, and then drafted Carson Wentz, number two overall. Traded up Vikings. Yes. When 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 Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, what if Teddy Bridgewater replaces Carson Wentz? Wow. Mm. Is there's some sort of crazy cycle going on here and it involves Howie Roseman and involves Carson Wentz I mean just from this is like a Eagles fan perspective but do you think former Eagles quarterbacks do you think Carson Wentz will be better than Donovan McNabb was when he was in Washington which was a, a pretty terrible experience I think for <laughs> Washington fans oh wow you're right um, I, I, I think this could go poorly so let me ask you this, which is not surprising because Washington has had like 20 starting quarterbacks in the past four years. It never works out for them. So here's the thing. I just counted it up since 2000. How many starting quarterbacks do you think the Washington football team commanders have had? 20. Five. To start one game? Start at least one game over the course of these 22 seasons now. I'll say 25. Yeah. All right. Breach has 25. Debo. 26. No, it's it's lower. What? It's like 18. It started at least one game since 20, 2000. I'll give you the first name. I'll give no, you. I, I think it's. I think it's probably 30. Debo, you should stop with your answer. It's 26. Yes, I won. <laughs> Debo tried to price his right me, and then he backed out of it. <laughs> and that'll be 27 once uh, Carson Wentz presumably takes <laughs> the field. But will there be a 28th? And the I mean, you just look at the yes. past few years. The fans of the commanders have had to sit through uh, Mark Sanchez, Mark Colt Sanchez, McCoy, Case uh, Dwayne Keenum, Haskins, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Kyle Allen started four games. Uh, Kyle Allen. Garrett Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah. There you go. Josh Johnson. <laughs> Josh Johnson, who had not played football in like six years. Did you say and... Mark Sanchez already? Yeah, he said Mark Sanchez. Oh, my God. I mean, That's imagine insane. that family. So clearly, if we're ranking the trades the last two days, the Denver's number one. Uh, Indianapolis is number two, and I think Seattle's number three, and then Washington's a distant fourth. Is that what you said? Oh, yeah. No, Breach thinks that, that Seattle's the worst. I would take Seattle fourth. Yeah, that might be right. Well, and you know what? We talk about, like, where is Carson Indies Wentz? with no quarterbacks. Where is Carson Wentz on the quarterback scale? And, like, would you rather have had Alex Smith pre-leg injury or Carson Wentz? Alex Smith. Alex, Alex, Alex Smith, easy. Yeah, easy. I mean, can we say Carson Wentz like pre mental breakdown in 2020? <laughs> like if we're if we're doing hypotheticals and we could just rewind what? time, yeah, give me Carson yeah. in 2019. Oh yeah, yeah, give me 2019. So you acknowledge you acknowledge that he's had a mental breakdown. I I think that obviously plays a role. I mean, my my consistent point last off season was like I I think Carson Wentz can get back to 2019. Carson Wentz, I never think he's going to get back to 2017 MVP status and. I mean, his numbers were, were pretty similar to, to 2019 last year. So, Brenton. how would you guys rank? Well, I would just ask real quick. How would you rank the uh, the NFC East right now? Cowboys won by a wide margin. Eagles two. <sighs> the Giants have Trubisky or Daniel Jones. They have Brian Dable. So I'm well, going Giants. The report is that they're going to bring in. Now the other the other thing I saw. Oh, uh, just finish three. real quick. I'm going Giants three, and then I'm going Washington four. 
I don't know. I kind of want to get Washington forward just to be like consensus though on the top two in that order. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I had Washington um, one in the division a year ago, by the way. There was some chatter about the Giants bringing in Mitchell Trubisky as a free agent and then trading Daniel Jones potentially even to the Colts. I thought that was a. Would you rather have Carson Wentz or Daniel Jones? I thought they were going to have a competition. I thought that's what the, the reports were. It could, it could be either one. I would rather have Carson Wentz or Daniel Jones if you're the Colts. Find me a quarterback that I would choose. Carson Wentz over. That's the. You that's can't. The, I, I think if I'm Frank Reich, I, I might want Daniel Jones. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, why are you? It's not. It's like a some huge revelation. Carson Wentz it's was gone. not good last year, except for the San Francisco game, which I will We've admit. Gone backwards on this podcast. <laughs> it, it's, it's very bizarre to have Wilson gonna, take my spot in the Carson. We're going to get an email in, in 15 minutes. Uh, Eric DiBertinus has resigned from CBS Sports HQ. <laughs> <laughs> we wish him the best in his future endeavors. <laughs> my last podcast for sure. Uh, anything else we need to cover on this lengthy emergency podcast? Oh, God. 42 minutes of just Carson Wentz bashing. That's too much. Debo <laughs> doesn't, doesn't deserve that. Went went to the Colts last year, clocked in at like fifty nine minutes. So we got yeah. oh. seventeen minutes to go to match that. I and wonder. I remember, me and Debo both thought the Colts were going to win the Super Bowl during that podcast. I, I will say that, um, it, it, like, I don't think I don't think the Carson Wentz thing will work out with Washington, but I do, I don't I do think that they have at least a, a similar setup and approach to what Indianapolis like like where they're not going they're not bringing Carson Wentz to feature him. Okay. They're paying a ton of money and giving up a ton of draft picks. Uh, so hopefully Carson Wentz can just not wreck the car. But why would you pay him 20-something million dollars? I, again, I don't think it's going to work. I think it's a bad move. I'm just telling you what I think their process will be. And like it, it may end up looking like Carson Wentz wasn't that bad statistically as it did, just as it did with uh, Indianapolis. Okay. That's, that's a hell of a strategy. I'm reading... All right. Anything else? The tweet from EK, who you mentioned earlier, he is mad because he had to sit through four seasons of Kirk Cousins and now has the knockoff Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Carson wins a knockoff Kirk Cousins. Best case scenario. Yeah, you. Do- that's an upgrade. Knockoff Kirk Cousins is an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Dollar store Kirk Cousins might be a better. I mean, Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz are the same player. Look how, look, wanna... how, look how exasperated Debo is right now. He's no, gonna... I mean, let's is talk he here, about is, someone. Is he here right there? Get him to come on. Someone failing to lead their team to the playoffs. Just look no further than Kirk Cousins. That team was much more loaded than the Colts. Fair. That's fair too. That's I fair. Seventeen Vikings games. That he, those were empty stats. Better stats, but empty stats a lot of the time. Debo, would you rather have Carson Wentz or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Okay. <laughs> Do you see Ek right now? No, I don't think he's in the office. Uh, okay, never mind. We need a picture of him. We need a wellness check on Ek. Hmm. Should we call him? No. <laughs> this has been 40, 44 minutes now. Just All right. uh, Suffice to say, we're not huge fans of the Carson Wentz trade, uh, but Debo tried to um, Debo tried to sell us on him. Tried his and, best. Uh, so Colts Washington team. got worse, and the Colts are TBA. <laughs> Fortunately better. Yeah, exactly. I'll add this one last EK tweet. Uh, when I mentioned the list of the 26 quarterbacks, his response to that was originally tweeted by Brian Fisher. He used to work at CBS. His, his original retweet to that was, how are there any Washington fans who were born this century after seeing that list of quarterbacks over the last 20 years? And that's also a fair question. And that goes to like Mark Brunel, Jason Campbell. Oh, Tony Banks, Jeff George, Patrick, Patrick Wh- Danny, Danny Werfel. Right. It's Tim bad. Hasselbeck started five games for that team. It's hard yeah, in the streets. It's hard in the streets, as they say. All right, that'll do it. 
that's the Carson Wentz is traded to the Commanders. Carson Wentz. Oh, my. Carson Wentz likely will be the first ever Washington Commanders starting quarterback. Ooh, Commander Carson. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, we're not calling him that. Um, so I already called him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're ripping off Schefter's thing. We're not doing that. If you're going to bet easy. on him to win MVP, bet it now. Good odds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. For Wilson and Breach and Debo. Brinson, mm. we'll see you guys later. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger. And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com slash sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing.